Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. everyone. Welcome to the show. So 44-year-old Washington resident and Proud Boys member Anthony Brew was deep in the weeds on the election fraud conspiracy theories. Several days after the 2020 election, Brew messaged a friend on Facebook and he wrote, quote, all hell has broke loose. The watermark is nanotech from Xerox. That was embedded in all the legitimate ballots all the legitimate ballots that went to dead people and all over to handlers have been traced. POTUS is still Trump. He's handling the fraud. It's a big joke on both parties. He's going to have them all jailed or hung. We have until Jan 20. I mean, first of all, why do you only have until January 20th if that's the case. But second, how'd that work out for you? What happened to all that? (laughs) Anyway, in the lead up to January 6th, Brew sent several messages in support of the use of violence. And and this was in regard to the government, COVID restrictions. And in one message, Brew said, quote, the government caused this culture that we are experiencing, and therefore we have to hit the government back in order to change it. On January 6th, Brew met with other proud bigots in D.C. He was wearing goggles. He had a neck gaiter that he eventually pulled up to hide his face. And Brew was among that first group that overran the police and trampled down barricades as they were moving closer to the Capitol. You know, they were over by Peace Circle, and then they moved to the next line and so forth. So when he reached the next police line, Brew pointed at them and he repeatedly screamed, quote, you'll die for the corporation. Sometime later, Brew grabbed a police barricade with both hands and he started shoving it into the police. And the government says that Brew was using all of his weight to push the barricade. The police ordered him to stop and then they shot him with pepper spray, but because of his goggles, it didn't affect him. So a senior officer finally stepped forward and he tried to punch Brew, but he missed. Brew backed away and then he did retreat into the crowd at that point. So that police line did eventually break and Brew followed the mob to the Capitol and he was seen on video, uh, surveillance video, entering the building. He entered around 2.30 p.m. So this was shortly after the initial breach and Brew made his way all the way through the Capitol up to the Senate in a very short period of time. He took photos of himself in the Senate gallery and in that photo that I shared earlier in this video, you saw Brew was flashing a hand gesture associated with white supremacists. He did that in the gallery as well. After leaving the Senate gallery, Brew wandered over to the Ohio Clock Corridor. While he was there, he was just observing. There were officers, you might remember, that was where the QAnon shaman was and a few others that were notable on January 6th. They were in a standoff with members of the police, and so he stood watching. After that, he exited the building. In total, Brew was inside for approximately 13 minutes. Um, Following the Capitol attack, Brew told one of his friends that things were, quote, going to get bumpy, 
And then Brew said that he could be reached through the Signal messaging app, that encrypted messaging app, but he said that he was going to delete his Facebook account, which he ended up doing. In February of 2021, Brew exchanged messages with a friend about buying gas masks in bulk and he apparently had messaged uh, someone else. He texted a Proud Boys recruit and told him, quote, if we do Portland, we do it in shock and awe. Overwhelm them, shit stains, with thousands of patriots like the Capitol. Liberate the libtards from themselves. Who will come against us? JBGC Cascadia? City cops? special SWAT, special units like SWAT and sheriffs, I would think we could outnumber all them twats. This would be like pulling teeth out of the dog's mouth. Then deconstruct the comms transmitters and such, be done with them and doesn't matter what judicial legislates from the bench. They keep it up and we occupy them too. I don't see how NGs would be dispatched from DC to come put out this fire. This would be a true test if military admin was controlling anything. Better than dying a death of a thousand cuts. JBGC, by the way, according to the government sentencing memo, that stands for the John Brown Gun Club. It's apparently a left-leaning community of gun owners. And NG, as you might have guessed, that refers to the National Guard. So Brew was arrested on March 30th of 2021, and he was charged with entering a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, entering the Gallery of Congress, parading or demonstrating in a Capitol, and obstructing an official proceeding. Brew was out on pretrial release, but he violated the conditions of his bond numerous times. Brew was arrested in February of 2023 in Idaho for driving under the influence. They allowed him to remain free, though, after that. And then in May of 2023, he was arrested again for driving under the influence in the state of Montana. Then Brew failed to appear in court for either one of those cases. So each of those courts issued a bench warrant for his arrest. In regard to January 6th, Brew refused a plea deal. He opted for a bench trial, but as with his other cases, he was a no-show for the pretrial conferences. They were scheduled in June, and then because he didn't show, it was rescheduled to July of 2023, and he still didn't show. And then they found out in a text message exchange that he had regarding his failure to appear, Brew wrote, quote, I certified mailed my motion to the prosecutor. I'm done entertaining their bullshit. If they want me, they will come get me. I'm drawing a fucking line in the sand. I can't believe Americans are willingly paying money to see their fucking so-called patriot heroes go to the totalitarian clink. They torture, they strip rights, they murder, and everyone is okay with letting J6ers go through the motions to be unappreciated martyrs. Americans can go fuck themselves. I've lost my life, my family, my prosperity for the cause, yet still no fucking backbone from Americans. I'm not a debt slave. I will not 
submit to a totalitarian belligerent de facto regime. Thanks for the info. You should make sure my reply makes it to print. I'd rather die free than submit to fucking tyrants. So finally, on July 6th of 2023, the court issued an arrest warrant for Brew. And, you know, don't even try to tell me that karma doesn't have a sense of humor because on July 23rd of 2023, a drunk driver plowed into Brew's car while he was hiding out in Montana. So the responding officer ran Brew's ID and found his federal warrant for his arrest. So he was taken into custody and he was handed over to U.S. Marshals. So drunk driver gets nailed because of a drunk driver. You can't make this shit up. Brew was then detained pending his October 2023 trial. And he re represented himself in this trial because he's a sovereign citizen. <laughs> you might have guessed from some of his language. I love these cases. I, you guys know, if you've been watching the show for a while, you know I love these cases. They are so funny how these people just get spanked. Anyway, prior to the trial, Brew filed a bunch of BS documents. He demanded <laughs> that the prosecutor enter into a contract with him. So of course that was ignored. And then when his trial date came, Brew declined to present a case. He just didn't put on a case. Instead, he filed a document and he this document said that he never consented to a trial. So it was illegitimate. So then he was offered an opportunity to at least cross-examine the government witnesses, but Brew just kept repeating that he never consented to the trial. <laughs> so in the end, as you would imagine, Brew was convicted on all counts and based on the obstruction count, he was facing up to 20 years in prison, three years of probation, and 250,000 in fines. However, the prosecutor requested a sentence of only 87 months in prison, three years of probation, 2,000 in restitution, and then a fine of $7,946. So that's the amount of money that he's raised on sites like Give, Send, Go. Still, Brew showed no remorse, he refused to accept responsibility. And on his fundraising page, and also in other forums, he continued to insult the court. He denied any wrongdoing. He kept spewing election fraud lies. And he pointed the finger, of course, at non-existent Antifa provocateurs. So prior to Bruce sentencing, he called in to the Freedom Corner Vigil held outside the DC jail. If you guys aren't familiar with this, there's a bunch of people who support the January 6th defendants. They go out there every night. They hold this vigil. One of them is Ashley Babbitt's mother. They think that they're doing something, I guess. You know, nothing has come of it, but they stand out there in the, in the cold every night. So Brew has called into them many times. Well, this night, he called in and he told everybody that he had sent an affidavit to the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, and also to Donald Trump. And he warned them both that if they, quote, don't fucking pull the trigger in a very short amount of time, I will make sure to start a nationwide prison protest. I am done. So... 
<laughs> this guy thinks he has so much power. It's unreal. He seriously has a very huge ego. So Bruce's sentencing hearing, as you would imagine, it was a circus. Before receiving his punishment, Brew demanded that the judge and the prosecutors provide him with five years of their tax returns. And then he continually interrupted the judge. He called him a clown and he called him a fraud. And he said, quote, you are outside of your jurisdiction. You have trafficked me and you have committed war crimes against me. <laughs> and then he added, quote, you could give me a hundred years and I'd do it all over again. Now, if I was the judge, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll take you up on that. hundred years, you got it. There you go. Bye-bye. <laughs> anyway, U.S. District Judge James Bosberg presided over Bruce's case, and he said, quote, as you sit here today, you say even if you got a hundred years, you'd do it all over again. In my book, that's the definition of no remorse. With that, Brew was sentenced to six years in prison, three years of probation, and $7,946 in a fine, also $2,000 in restitution. As I mentioned, that fine is the amount of money that he's raised. Um, honestly, I'm kind of shocked. With how tough of a judge James Bosberg is, I'm really surprised. I'm shocked that he didn't give him the full 87 months that were requested. I'll take six years. I mean, it's better than what most of them have been getting, but yeah, should have been longer given how defiant he's been and breaking the law and not showing up for court. I mean, that should have easily gotten him the full 87 months. So anyway, now he can go try his sovereign citizen BS in prison. I will keep you posted. Something tells me this is not the last that we will hear about Mr. Brew. All right. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it, become a subscriber. If you have not, if you can donate, really helps to keep the show going. Greatly appreciate it. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.